WHUPLP Hillsboro. Today I'm featuring Dr. Akila Fay. She is known for sharing the Creator's love as a global life transformation guide and strategist, media empress, poet, and a devout mother. She is a best-selling author, internationally recognized, an award-winning educator, media personality, and an artist. Today, I'm bringing you somebody great. With our musical feature being Tyson C, who is a genius with an alto saxophone. You already know where you're at. Spoken Stories, WHUP, every Wednesday from 6 to 7. I'm going to let this amazing instrumental ride out, and then we go get to our feature. Attention poets and those who enjoy poetry. You are now in tune to the world's definition of arts, listeners being our body and our features being our heart. In honor of those who came before me, I welcome you all to Spoken Stories, featuring Dr. Akila Fay and Tyson C., a genius with the also saxophone. Akila, how's it going? It's going fantastically well. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction, for having me on your show. We go way back, and it's so awesome to see the journey for both of us continues to expand, to see that God is continuing to bless us, and that no matter what, <laughs> we keep going. We keep going. <laughs> we I keep love going, you know? Yeah, it's so amazing. Like, as soon as you got into the studio, you was like, hold on, hold on. How long have we known each other? And um, I think we calculated it up to about seven, about seven, eight years. Yeah. And um, for us to have these um, credentials behind us with you being a doctor, me being a poet lawyer of Hillsboro, having a radio show, mm -hmm. and your son is, I, I, I love that young man. Um, I, I love your continued growth as an artist and the respect that you give your son to teach him how to be respectful. So I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, good parents recognize good parents because all five of your children are phenomenal, energetic, happy, and well-mannered, just like my son. That's why they get to play. That's and why you got to be play. selective oh, yeah. <laughs> about play dates. Oh, like, yeah. You mm. got to find out who your kids <laughs> can't play with so you can keep them around each other. Right. Oh, yeah. So you already know where we're at. We're at Spoken Stories, WHUP 104.7, where what we do here is we interview poets and we have them spit. So she's going to spit some fire for us today. We're going to play some amazing music, some ma amazing instrumental by Tyson C., handpicked by the poetic feature herself. Um, again, we're going to get to some questions and we're going to get to some poetry. Uh, but my first question is, just to keep it simple, how has everything been going with you? It's been a while since you and I have seen each other, so how's everything been going? Woo! It's been going super great, yo. I just had a performance on Friday, actually, and I pushed myself to normally not do covers because I sing, and I did Otis Redding, Tina hmm. Turner, Nina Simone, and Odetta, all in one set with no breaks. Wow. So uh, that was pretty fly. My radio show or my podcast, Grown Folks Talking Live, is on iHeartRadio now which is pretty fly. That's dope. I just got nominated for Media Women on Fire, going to Atlanta in April. I'm going to bring home the prize. I'm going to bring that home. 
And everything is just expanding with my coaching clients, the retreats. I mean, when you're an artist, the thing I've learned is to other people, it looks like you're trying to do too much. But when you're an artist, everything is just a piece on the canvas to create the bigger picture. And if you're not a painter, you can't see how it comes together. But when you're painting it, you know what the final image is. And that's how life's been. Oh, my goodness. That metaphor was amazing. I'm pretty sure there are some phenomenal painters who can relate to that where uh, your friends maybe look at that unfinished work and they're like, it's done. Why are you still trying to work at this? Because mm-hmm. as an artist, um, you know when you are finished and we are never finished. We, ne- we are never finished working or we were um, to just be satisfied with accomplishments, then we would have stopped a long time ago. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we would have stopped a long time ago. Um, uh, so so tell me a little bit about that show you did. Um, Grown Folks Talking Live, it's a combination of things I've been doing over the years. So some episodes are just me, and some episodes I have a co-host. I don't really call them interviews. I call them guest hosts because mm-hmm. the idea is for people to come on and talk about what it's like to be a parent and still accomplish your goals how to overcome those challenges, and I always incorporate a meditation. We read from some book and have a book discussion about it. We have moments of gratitude. So it combines the spiritual, it combines the creativity, it combines the enterprise and business, and also family life. Because what I've learned is as adults, we get so away from just being real and being honest and straightforward, and we try to perpetuate these images of perfection. And then other people are looking up to us and wondering about things. And we make it seem so perfect and so easy that they may give up on their dreams, you know. And from the people I've worked with one-on-one who were suicidal and now they have their own businesses. They were terrible parents and they stopped being abusive. They had low self-esteem and now they at least know what esteem is and are developing a stronger self-concept. I said, what would happen if we put this on the airwaves? Oh, wow. And it's funny because my boy... Michael Muse, he has a show on iHeartRadio as well. And we were talking on a Thursday, I think it was. And he said, uh, you should go ahead and do your show. I said, stop playing. I'll start that thing on Monday. He called me on Friday and was like, you ready to go? Hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. And it's been running ever since. Go ahead, plug that show. What's the name of that show? Grown Folks Talking Live and that's with it. Dr. Faye. And yeah. you can find that where? On Spreaker. It is Spreaker, you all. It does have that R that you're hearing. Spreaker and on iHeartRadio. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love uh, what you said in the sense of um, you have parents who used to abuse their kids and now they're learning how to be better parents. And um, folks who were um, suicide um, ridden and now they own their own business. And um, from simple conversations and evoking that love and teaching them how to love themselves. So hats off to you for continuing to drive and just go. Uh, you already know where we're at, spoken <laughs> stories. I mean, we've only been in here for about seven minutes, and I'm already enjoying this conversation just from everything that she's got going on um, to help everybody else. She hasn't said anything about herself yet. I really want you all to understand that she's letting you know the things that she has got going on to help others, and that that's what a doctor does. So mm. my, my question for you with having that Dr. Akila Faye title, um, how does your son um, respect that now? How does your son respect that you're not just Akila Faye, the poet, now you are Dr. Akila Faye? You know, it's crazy. My son, I'm like a lioness. Or you ever heard of Japanese culture, the tiger mom? Mm-hmm. So for him, it's the same. It's still mom. You know, he still has to respect me. He still has to listen, follow directions and their high expectations. One thing that I did do, bringing it to myself though was realize that there's a lot of unspoken pressure 
when you have a parent who is an entrepreneur, also an educator, and a tomboy, mm-hmm. you know? And so he, Mommy, I want to go to Africa, and I want to go to Italy, and I want to see the world, and I want to help other people. In my engineering, I want to employ 300,000 people and help them get jobs. And I have a nonprofit I want to do, Mommy, to help children who are homeless to feel good while they're homeless and stuff. And I want to do Facebook Live. Like, that's his motivation is knowing he can get his own Facebook page and his YouTube channel back because he used to help me co-host another show called What's on Your Plate that we did together to show the balance of cooking and family time to dispel the myth that you can't do both, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think for him, he's just more like, he pushes me harder now. Well, mommy, how many books have you sold? Mommy, how many bookings have you had? Mommy, how many clients do you have? Mommy, I know you're working on another book for somebody because I also help people publish their books. So I do the editing and the formatting, help with the graphic design. I have a team that we can take you from idea to solidification and becoming a published author. So he's always like, so mom, what are we doing now? How much money did we make? Do we need to make more? Mom, what's the next time we're going to a spoken word event? I missed that. Mom, when are we going to the country club? Mom, are we traveling this week? What's going on? Can I just stay home from school, Mom? I learned so much more with you. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's a, to me, I think it's a continuum. I think to people who don't live with me, who don't see you as mom, right? Because you know, like your children, they just see you as that big person who feeds them. <laughs> like he reminds me, Mommy, I have to eat every day. Yeah. Mommy, I'm going to keep growing. I'm like, thank you for the reminder. Oh, yeah. Yay. Like, yeah, like, you know like you forgot. I love I love how you're saying that he's holding you accountable without even realizing it. So yeah. for him to set your goals for you and he's saying, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to go to Italy um, without him even realizing he is setting these goals for himself that he's going to eventually check off in his head. Your son is nine years old and he has sights to go to Italy. That's going to get checked off in his head eventually. Yeah. Awesome. We've got Akila Fay, an amazing, an amazing person. Her media presence helps optimize peace, clarity, productivity to help millions of people spiritually, emotionally and intellectually to increase positive relationships with themselves and others. She has already said she helps those who are down and she lets them know that they can be up. Her media and publications are centered on the five E's. Let us know what those E's are. First off, we got education. Because knowledge is power. You have to start with a foundation, and we are all ignorant to something. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with ignorance. Stupidity, on the other hand, though. Oh, yes. That's a choice. That's like somebody telling you the stove is hot, and you're like, I don't care. You put your hand on it and then question why you got burned. That stupidity is just ignoring information there's and a, not seeking it. There's but, a quote that I learned earlier this week, and it, um, it was, ignorance by choice is criminal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's a nice synopsis yeah. of uh, what I call stupidity. That is that is great. So we got education first, because that's my foundation. Been doing that forever, literally, since I was like seven. I hopped out the womb like this, y'all. <laughs> um, the second one is empowerment, because now that you have the education, you can become empowered, which means that you're motivated, you're inspired, you have new knowledge, and then you elevate. So the elevation that's more of the inspiration. That's more of the care. That's more of the get pumped up. Let's go. Let's do something. So you got education, empowerment, elevation. And I love to entertain. Um, people think I'm silly. Or I'm mm-hmm. c- comedian sometimes. Like, as serious as I am, I'm actually quite funny. And I love to have fun in place. So I think no matter what we do, no matter how serious it is or gets, you have to have fun. So that's the entertainment piece. And that's also the artist side of me. The artists, concepts of me, the books, the performances, all of those things. 
And lastly, enterprise, because we all have businesses, whether it's being a stay-at-home mom or dad, whether it's going to work and handling your business and budgeting your life, or whether it's actually your own independent venture doing an MLM or something else that came to you in a vision. So those are the areas that I focus upon, and it all capsulates into the creativity, the spirituality, and the intellectual trainings that I've had formally and informally. Perfect. We've got five E's, educate, empower, elevate, entertain, and enterprise. And for those of you who are focused on self, and I don't mean in the sense of any selfishness, but you know that you should be going somewhere, that you're driven, um, please, please, please let those five E's empower you. We've got educate, empower, elevate, entertain, and enterprise. For anybody that wants to be successful, those are the things that are really going to take you there. You mentioned that creativity. Do you mind um, blessing us with some creativity on the microphone and letting us know um, what you are about on with that poetic pen? Cool. What I'm going to do, people like the song Butterfly, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Transformation. And um, it actually started off as a poem, you all. And I was in the studio one day. And, oh, yeah, the EP just released this week. Ha, ha, ha. Perfect. Eclectic Vibes Volume 1. And sometimes we do a work I did in 2013. And sometimes, you know, you stand back on it because you're still learning yourself and where you're going. But then you realize it needs to be on a bigger scale. So that's out now. And so it's called Butterfly. So as you listen to the words, just know it started off as a poem. In life there are so many things that happen that we can't explain and that our minds would never comprehend would occur but you know what it's all a part of the journey to be free the ups and downs the twists and turns are all opportunities to learn though sometimes it burns the warmth remaining melts our sighs Relieve souls, eggs, opens, closed eyes to the presence of a new day, the next phase of existence. Into a place of complacence where the disease of souls' pains no longer remain. And you transform like a caterpillar to a butterfly. Yay. A caterpillar to a butterfly. So remember, fly high, fly low, fly wherever you want to go, and explore the terrains, the beautiful colors across the land, the wind as it blows beneath your wings, the trees as you're finally able to reach up and not just crawl, while remembering the days when you were in the dirt, but the dirt did not define you. It simply made you stronger, like a diamond in the rough underneath pressure and fire. And you open up your eyes. And you spread your wings after being in your cocoon, your sheltered area, where you, yourself, had a moment to be selfish, had a moment to reflect, had a moment to connect with the divine on a level in which you could never, ever imagine that awakens you from being green or brown or even yellow with black spots from some of the memories you had into a butterfly who is immaculate and beautiful to everyone who can now help pollinate and spread seeds and spread life into the world. So fly high, fly low, fly wherever you want to go. Just fly. 
Just fly, just fly, fly wherever you want to go, fly wherever you want to go, just fly. Oh my goodness gracious, you just set the studio on fire, the acapella music, the wordplay, and so much inspiration, so much inspiration. We've Thank been talking you. for almost 20 minutes, and I don't understand how you all don't get the pure soul that this woman has. Um, just so much inspiration that she has given us with that song and everything that she is doing and with her business and, and around her uh, where did this come from? Every since that I've known you, seven, eight <laughs> years ago, you stay smiling and you stay trying to inspire and be the light in the area. I remember one one uh, night we was at Words of Wisdom and mm -hmm. it was kind of taking a little bit longer to get started. And you jumped up there and started making everybody laugh <laughs> and started singing. And where you, and you said it. You came out the womb like this. I really did. Like. Give me some insight on Akila at, at a young age. Oh, my God. Akila at a young age, man. My mama had to remind me of stuff because I think I blocked it out on a positive tip. Um, I was in school in kindergarten, and I'll backtrack the story to this point. But my mother said it was one day the teacher called and was like, come get your daughter. And I'm like, what? Well, I was a good kid. She was like, you were. You were. But I felt the teacher wasn't teaching adequately. Hmm. And so I decided I was going to teach. So I took my itty bitty little self inside my purple suede shoes and jumped on top of one of the round tables. And I started instructing the students on what to do. I was like, you all go to this center. You, you, and you go to this center. You, you, and you go over here. Y'all going to come over here. And then I decided to even assist the TA and teacher by telling them what they needed to do. And they were, like, amazed, not because I got up and started talking, but the kids started listening. Wow. Yeah, like they were actually like doing what I said, and the teachers were like, what in the world? Who's this child? We need to, we need to handle that, like kind of quick. You so know? at a young age, <laughs> you, were that, um, you were that student, that person, where people told you, you're a leader. You do know that, right? You were all, I'm pretty sure you were one of those where teachers told you often, you're a leader. Yeah, then I also was the one where they told, you know, Akilah, if you can't be compliant and you can't do what people want you to do, you're going to miss on a lot of opportunities. And I was that person who said, Oh, man, that's what you think. And they were like, I'm trying to help you. I said, well, what God has for me is for me, and no man can take that away. So I appreciate your advices, but no man is bigger than God. Oh, yes. I feel like um, I'm you an know? educator, too. I work at a middle school, and I try my best not to speak anybody's failure mm -hmm. into them. I say often, I'm not going to say you are going to fail in life from failing my class or not turning in your homework. However, I'm letting you know you're getting used to something that you're not going to like. Just mm -hmm. getting used to being defiant and getting used to being complacent and getting used to that failure on that report card is a virus. So from the way that you articulated, you were a very studious person. You were just so assertive. And the right. only way for the adult to kind of monitor that was to down you. I'm pretty sure right. that that was a little intimidating for them to see such a powerful person in such a little package. Right. <laughs> A little itty bitty body because I'm still small. You still are, I'm yes. almost 40 now as far as physical age, you all. I'll never say it. I tell people I'm 12 or either 4,312, <laughs> but I'm still only 127 pounds, five foot eight, and I've been this size since uh middle school. It's, it's really interesting. So, don't think that having kids and 
going to college automatically gives you a right to get out of shape. You know, that's just a choice. And I'm not knocking you if that happens, but just know it really is a choice. And oh, it's yes. not that everything's been super healthy and all that stuff, but it's just a choice. So, yeah, that girl was there. I have another book that I'm in. So my books are The Men We Choose. Oh, yes. Let's get some plugs in real quick. Um, the Men We Choose, which is available on Amazon. It's also available on my Facebook page. You can go to Facebook.com forward slash path to you. And you actually spell it out. P-A-T-H-T-O-Y-O-U. Mm-hmm. And my products are there. Um, Letters of Devotion, Prayers Through Meditation is now available like everywhere for a download because it's an audio book. The physical book is coming out this year. And it's a devotional and a workbook all in one to help you with your prayer life and your meditation life, to understand that a conversation with self, a conversation with the creator doesn't require a lot, but sometimes it really does. And when you can devote yourself to small sayings or big sayings, it transforms you like an affirmation, meaning that you affirm yourself, meaning you say something positive to yourself. And my philosophy is to acknowledge where you are, when you are, and why you are that way. So if you're angry, that's cool. It's what you do with the anger. Mm -hmm. If you're sad, great, don't stay there. If you're depressed, all right, that means you've been sad for a very long time. Please go and ask somebody for assistance, help, guidance. Be open about it. If you are elated, cool, share that joy. If you are calm and somber, also okay. However you feel is your feelings. They're your feelings, and you're entitled to your feelings and to be free. And when you yourself start saying, you know, I don't know how to get out of this position or I want to celebrate this position, that's what that book is about. The men we choose... (laughs) is uh, described as a poetic psychoanalysis of 27 personalities. Um, Omar Tyree, New York Times bestseller, wrote in the book that it's a guide to black men one-on-one. And I would like to add that all men are men, just like all women are women, and we have our independent variances, but there are some similarities and things we can learn. So it takes poetry and prose like old school Maya Angelou and puts it in a way to understand something kind of complicated called the human psyche. So that's what that book is about. Um, the other book that I'm in that I will be separating out and creating called Black Dove Sing Your Song, which will also tell my story. And I'll share a little bit of that with you all. In the book, it's called Live Your Best Life. Your Life is the Message. It's a compilation book underneath Dr. Ruben West, who studied with Les Brown. So that was definitely an honor. We went down to Atlanta and filmed with Damon Davis with the one-on-one studio about the book as well. We are known as his team of transformational experts and strategists. Wow. Um, In that book, I share about some of the not-so-great things that I'm okay with, but I understand when people hear it, I've learned to be more sensitive to, it's my life, but it's not your life. So when you hear it at first, people get angry, they get sad, they ask me if I'm okay, and I'm looking, I'm like, no, I am okay, but I'm going to hug and comfort you about my story because it pains people so much. So in that book, I share about growing up on a farm, agriculture, grandparents, all this great stuff. And I also share about being physically violated um, before I even started school. So I thought I was like five or so. My dad said I had to be like three or four. Either way, I think it's really jacked up. And that was the first of many rapes. And I was raped by different people who said, when you get older, you're going to be fly. Because I was bold even then. I'm like, why are you going to do this? Because sometimes there were multiple people. So in my mind, I couldn't fight. I felt like it was better in those moments not to fight and still have my physical well-being. Um, Since it was already taken away for so when I was so little, I was like, well, it's not there anyway, whatever. 
and at least I don't have a black eye or broken arm and all these other things. I can just go home and kind of move on with my life. And that's really what I did. It was like going to Burger King or something. Like, that's how common it was for me to get set up. I had friends set me up. I had people watch. I mean, it was just terrible the way those things happen and how people let jealousy come into play and try to destroy you when you're young to stop you from your greatness before you get older. But my relationship with God, my grandparents growing up on the farm and being creative and being able to express myself is what really helped that. And it helped me to not focus so much on that. And I grew up with an uncle, I share that in the book too, who was addicted to crack. And my grandfather always taught me, he said, never hate or judge a man and let them send you to hell. Never let hatred in your heart send you to hell. Mm. And as I got older, I realized hell is how we live every day. Yes. Some people, whatever your belief system is, will say, well, hell is when I die or heaven is when I die. But every day of your life is heaven or hell based on your perspective, based on your interactions, based on your relationships. So I refused and I still refuse to allow anyone's actions, words, whatever to put me into a living hell. Instead, I recognize that they have something with them, and for whatever reason, that's why they did it. And most of the time, it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves or something that is happening to them. And so I still love myself enough and love people enough to say, yeah, that was messed up what you did, but I can still talk to you. I can still rock with you. I might not rock with you as closely. I may love you from a distance, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to put out something hateful for you regardless of what you do. So getting through those rapes, um, I think I shared about, be, I alluded to being kidnapped in the book, but I didn't go in detail, just kind of like mentioned. But it was more focused on getting through rape, getting through childhood violations, and having the balance of a family that taught me about real love, real acceptance, hard work ethics, loving everybody. With my grandparents, we went out into the community on a weekly basis because my grandfather's name is Major Otis Hinton, which is my son's middle name. And my grandmother, who passed not too long ago, who's also my mother, was Idell Hinton. And they were the deacon and deaconess of the church and also Mesa's and Eastern Stars. So I learned service. We would always go see the sick and shut in. We would always take them communion. We would take them vegetables from the garden. We would we raised chickens and hogs. So we would take them food, you know. And in addition to that, my grandmother would call people every single day of her life. I saw this every day. And just check on them. She didn't want anything other than to check on you to the point when she even got sick and she was in a coma because the medical doctors didn't do what they were supposed to do. She was in her 80s, first surgery. As soon as she woke up, she said, thank you, God, thank you, Jesus, and then immediately said, where's my phone book (laughs) so I can call and check on the sick people? Wow. So when you grow up with that kind of love and strength. And humility. Yeah. She always said, let your word speak for you. He said the same thing. In this world, it's a challenge for me um, to really, I guess, boast myself because I was taught that's not what you do and that just do what you do and it'll show. But the world now is like, well, if you don't tell us, then we don't know. Because people now are so jealous and selfish and stuff, which is so sad and unfortunate, which to me means they don't love themselves. Because if you did, you wouldn't hate on the next man or the next woman. You wouldn't try to stop the next man or the next woman because you would recognize that just like the person who built the road, they're just as important as the doctor. Because if that man didn't build the road 
and those other people didn't lay the foundation for the hospital and the electricians didn't come in and put in wiring and the plumber didn't come in and put in piping that doctor couldn't save your life oh yeah i've seen this you um, know i really love the wisdom that you are giving us she lets you know the books that she's got going on um some of a little bit about her past and the struggles that she has going on and i love that snippet of wisdom that you gave us no man is higher than any other man there's a painter that lives in my neighborhood and there's a a painting that she sold to one of our neighbors mm. of a um, African boy drinking out of dirty water mm. and um, with a smile on his face and just drinking out that water. And the the neighbor who bought the painting, she said, I bought that painting. Um, so every time I go in the kitchen and I make food, it just reminds me of how fortunate I am to have clean water. And mm. the first thing that I thought about um, was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't appreciate what you have because what somebody else doesn't have because that's not appreciation. That's Mm -hmm. comparison because Mm -hmm. I 1,000% know that that little boy in that painting who's drinking that muddy water, he's not drinking that muddy water thinking, I've got this water while some people don't have any water. Mm -hmm. He's just appreciating. So I let that lady know who's probably about three times my age, to be honest, and she, I said, you shouldn't shouldn't have bought that painting for that. You should have bought that painting because it's a beautiful painting and that artist did a great job but now every time you cook, you're like, my water is clean and his water is dirty. I need to be thankful. Like, that's not appreciation. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you said in the sense of that road, that doctor doesn't have his nose in the air on that road to the person fixing the road. Or otherwise, he wouldn't have any lives to save that evening. Mm. We've got Dr. Akila Faye giving us so much wisdom. I feel like this is one of my strongest interviews thus far. Just sitting back listening to her talk, I feel like I'm getting smarter um, just listening to her and hearing her in my ears. I've got um, some beautiful music that I'm going to play from Tyson C., handpicked by Akila Faye herself. This first song that we are going to get get into is called Sax Decor <gasps> Again. By, I know you hear her excited. That's one of my favorite ones. That's one of my yes. favorite ones. Yes. And I want to say, bro, I'm learning from you. You tell me about this painting and you tell me about the different quotes and things, too. You know, iron sharpens iron. I like to say light sharpens light makes light brighter oh yes you know and so it's a beautiful thing when you can be on the same vibration with a person and you get to elevate and build and have a true cipher in that moment on a spiritual and mental level and like you said with that painting that i was picturing i was like oh my god i could see the twinkle in his eye i could see the joy i could see the sun radiate on his skin you know it was a beautiful and the painting I'm was like, beautiful it wow was beautiful. like so powerful and i would have got just to say like Look how happy he is. It's just the joy, mm-hmm. right? But then, like you said, a lot of people compare. And that's that's what stops us from promoting each other. And we got to stop that. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, go, go ahead and plug this favorite song. I'm going to let you announce it. Sorry. Now, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm, sorry, I'm like, no, we good. Tyson we- C is from Greensboro. You are. This is one of my best friends. He's a famous saxophonist and a wonderful actor. And the saxophone, every song he has, man, every song he has, will take you to another place and allow yourself to just feel the vibe. Don't worry about words. You fill in the words and let your soul give you the words for the melodies. So just sit back and enjoy the stylings of Tyson C. Sax decor. Here we go.
That was Sax Decor by Tyson C, handpicked by the feature herself. What an amazing artist. I really hope that y'all that was listening to that, that you was in your car, you was at home on a Wednesday from 6 to 7, or you might be streaming this online, and you was just vibing out to that amazing, amazing music. I love what Akila said before. If you need some words, go ahead and make them up yourself, because that's just good music right there. Give me a little bit about your relationship with Tyson C. Why pick Tyson C? Man, Tyson C, we've known each other, goodness, about a decade as well. And this young man, when we first met, he's in Greensboro. I used to live in Winston-Salem for about 12, 13 years. And going to the open mics, he was one of the people I met. We actually first performed at an event called the EOA by Donna Walker of the Big Chat. And it was an event that was put together for artists to come and raise money for youth who had osteoimprotic, is it osteoimprotic, uh, brittle bone syndrome. Yes. I don't even want to say it wrong, but brittle bone syndrome. So we were raising money for them, um, for a young lady who is a dope poet as well, Lavinia, out in Greensboro. And me and him had to model. And so we got on, I was like, man, Tice, you know, it's too uptight in here. And he mm-hmm. agreed, because he's silly too. Like, he real cool and laid back. But if you put the two of us together and just wait about three minutes, <laughs> it's about to be off the chain. We we done did freestyle concerts on the phone. I mean, like, we just have so much fun being creative and having that freedom and talking about family and God and just the flexibility in our belief systems but the level of respect that we have for other people. And so we on the stage, and we did the wobble as part of our model walk. Wow. And from there, we just became, like, best friends. It's, it's been awesome. We have performed for people's weddings together. We've done video shoots together. We performed at other events together. He has a show that he does out there, um, Tyson and Friends, and I performed in that along with some other shows he has out there. He's come out to Raleigh for different events I've had with my community organization, Our right Efforts there. United. And, I mean, we just we really support each other. Like, it's one of the situations where – it's not a question of will you support. It's more of a question of if I'm available, if you're available. Not do I want to. I never have to question him about that. He never has to question me about that. And he's like that with everybody. Oh, yeah. When like I reached so out to him, people. he was so welcoming. And he just was, like, very ecstatic about being here. Tyson C. is an ambassador of the arts from North Carolina. He does poetry, music, hosting, acting along with other talents in the arts, best known for playing the alto saxophone, with the, which, uh, which is what you all just heard. Uh, he has been doing shows throughout North Carolina, Virginia, and also in the California area. His goal in life, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in regards to the arts, is to use what God has given to open doors for others along with reaching people um, from different walks of life. So I love how he did not make that about himself. He wants to make sure that that alto saxophone reaches you for a purpose, similar to what our feature guest here. Um, she's letting us know all the things that she's got going on with our efforts united, the work inside her book and her dealing with her um, issues as a child and the way that she was treated and just letting people know you can get over that. You can get over that. I'm going to ask you a question. Um, go ahead, give us some more of those beautiful words. I'm going to share with you all from Letters of Devotion, Prayers Through Meditation. And for some reason, it hit my spirit to do the one called Resolve During Conflict because there's challenges we have. And that was a great way, what you said, of just getting through situations. And sometimes I was uh, doing an interview with um, Quarantine Radio not too long ago, 
and we were talking about what is love. It was me and five other authors, artists, combination audience. And when they asked the question about, you know, a man, he's not really living up to his potential, so much sympathy, like, oh, man, we need to, you know, take care of that guy, but we don't need to be too easy on him, you know, but we need to be understanding he may need help, he may need this. They said, but how do you deal with a woman who's been raped? Oh, man, she's damaged, she's this, she's that. And I said, do y'all realize that, and they didn't know anything, but I was like, do you realize that you're talking about this woman who got put in a situation she didn't ask to get put into? Like she's a table. Mm-hmm. I said, tables are damaged. Chairs are damaged. People are hurt. This is a totally different reality. And to not suppress somebody's situation because you mentally cannot handle it. Don't denounce somebody else because of that. Whatever their challenge was, whatever their situation was, just be loving enough to know, yeah, you can't handle it, but obviously they've done something because they're still here today. Oh, yes. Right? So... I'm just going to share a piece of this, and it says, this is an example. From the Blessings of the Creator and Dr. Akilah Fay. There are lessons that I am to learn through the conflicts I am encountering. I faced obstacles that serve as delusions from the reality of my greatness. I know that I am part of the Divine Creator and that every breath is a new beginning an opportunity for success. Thank you for new breaths and each breath that I inhale and exhale. In these conflicts, we desire to obtain heightened wisdom, understanding, clarity, and virtue to master skills that propel us to living in a higher and better state of existence. When there is conflict, we recognize that our interpretation determines our actions feelings, and words in each situation. It is our responsibility to go into our hearts and seek love. At this moment, we seek love and accept that love is overflowing through us in all ways due to the divine that is within and around us. In this moment, we demonstrate compassion for ourselves and those who we are entering this chaotic state that is causing confusion, that is labeled as a conflict. Permit us to function from a place of understanding in pure form to where we all learn how to resolve this situation in a peaceful manner that is mutually beneficial. If there is not a way for this conflict to be resolved from our knowledge and understanding, allow us to have a supernatural intercession that delivers clarity in communication and solutions to bring about the best results in the long run. As we go through the turmoil of this situation, provide us the strength and fortitude to move through the storm, knowing, knowing that the unknown is better than anything that we can imagine. Place strength and fortitude in our spirit that brings peace and relaxation within the unknown to avoid and void anxiety, daring, this transition. For all moments are transitions that elevate us to a new place in life. Each conflict is designed to help us experience renewal in our weaknesses so that we gain wisdom and strength in all of our ways. May our body, mind, spirit, and soul have room to receive the wisdom and be elevated above the basics to the supernatural levels now. 
We receive divine wisdom in this time with total gratitude, void of judgment, and full of acceptance. Shalah. Thank you for this conflict that increases our value to be of service for others in the future and properly positioned for our destiny. Allow those who have ill intentions to be stopped in their own tracks and trapped by their own disguises and dishonesty. Allow any ill intentions and malice that is within us to be removed and void from the spirit. Renew us from the inside out so that conflicts of this nature are decreased and nulled in our experiences. From this moment and forward always, conflicts are already resolved before they surface. Mm. At this moment, we release all negative thoughts and ideas from this conflict. We free ourselves from the bondage on our heart, mind, and soul. Divine light is transforming our being into a new creature who demonstrates divine actions in all of our ways, including our words, decisions, silence, facial expressions, body language, and interactions. I give thanks for resolve for the future that lies ahead, which this moment is preparing me from the bondage of my heart, mind, and soul. Divine light is transforming our being into a new creature who demonstrates divine actions in all of our ways at all times. We give thanks for resolve and for the future that lies ahead which this moment is preparing us. An excerpt from Letters of Devotions, Prayers Through Meditation, available on facebook.com forward slash path to you. Also on my website, akilafay.com, A-C-Q-U-I-L-L-A-F-A-Y-E.com. That's also all of my handles and my Gmail account, info at akilafay.com. And anywhere where you can download music, you can also download this particular prayer. That was amazing. I was so stuck on listening. And I love how you said avoid and void anxiety that any conflict that you come across, you should be proud because the answer is already there. Um, You just give me so many, so much, so much, so much energy. And all of those plugs that she just dropped, you're going to find that on our uh, website uh, for our radio show. So for those of you who want to kind of get in contact with Akilah so you can find out what more she's got going on, all you're going to have to do is just click, and it's going to bring you right to her. I'm going to make sure I plug that. Um, thank you. Spoken Stories, thank we're you. not just bringing you the typical bedroom poets. I've probably said that every episode, and right now we're on episode 12. We do not bring you bedroom poets, ladies and gentlemen. We bring you those who are working and perfecting and giving and gifting their craft for those of you who just listened to that i know for a fact that it just brightened up your day (laughs) i know for a fact it did and if it didn't you need to listen again and you need to write those stuff down so you can send it to somebody who was probably having a bad day because that just made my day better and i wasn't even having a bad day (laughs) (laughs) i've got more questions for you all right and all of the uh, facets that you are all the hats that you put on um, why choose poetry as something to express yourself? You have an amazing voice within a singer. Um, your energy uh, is already there. You're, you're great. So why present yourself as a poet? Why is poetry so important for you? Poetry is life. I think any true poet, poetry is just life. Even in regular interactions, a poem might flow, words rhyme, driving down the street, some bars come to you 
it's the way of bringing everything together. And poetry, honestly, is an intellectual exercise of creativity that feeds into everything else and that nurtures everything else. Awesome, awesome. With you um, being such a um, renaissance and an entrepreneur with all of the things that you do, um, once you're gone, what is the one thing that you're trying to leave here? Seven times seven generationals of wealth where my family does not work hard but has wealth and gives hard, along with a monument, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, a library or something like that or a school that does have my family name on it so that the legacy can continue. Like Marva Collins, who some people know and some don't, but she was one of the dopest educators in the 60s. ABC even did a show on her. She has a movie about her, the Marva Collins way. Her daughter has taken over the Institute. But she believed in educating our people and took children who were deemed uneducable and had them become lawyers and doctors. Wow. Yeah. And she started on the second floor in her house, put her children in one room, and her husband helped her start it in her house with five children. And in the second year, she had a waiting list with 300 on it. And so to make sure that those type of legacies are built where we know that what is that name again please marva collins from east side chicago perfect these things are are not anything phenomenal all of us have a gift inside of us and that legacy comes from sowing seeds you know it comes from watering the plants and our gift is just that we hold the gift, we are the vessel of the gift. It doesn't mean that we're still not human, we still don't have lies, we still don't have things about ourselves that other people may not like or agree with, but the gift is still the gift, and the gift is divine. And to really, when people think of my name, whether they call me Akila, Akila Faye, Kiki, Semevu, Priestess, Empress, Semevu, Yah, whichever name you know me by, that it's been consistent where I have people say, you know, you've always been this way. People who know me from elementary school, you've always been this way. And for you to know you can always be you and be free as long as you're not hurting other people intentionally, because it will happen, but intentionally, your intentions, you know? Hmm. I like that a lot. I I like So out of everything that you've got going on and you've gifted us with, um, I've got one last question, or would you prefer to share one last poem? Would you prefer a question, or would you prefer to share a poem? I mean, you can ask me the question. You never know. The answer might be a poem. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That, that. that is creativity at its best right there. What's next for Akila? You've got your podcast. You've got your radio show. You've got your brand. Uh, you do the therapy work as Dr. Akila Fay. You're a poet. You are a personality. Um, what do you see um, in your grasp next? What's next can never really be revealed because you never know what God is gonna bring to you to be realer than what you already feel. Mm. Looking up at the sky, I see that I'll go beyond the clouds, just like when I was an airplane and I saw the sun dancing on top of each fluff and each puff. Take me back to the days when I used to enjoy each puff Mm. (laughs) and understand that there's a different type of high and know that I have a family, there's no more questions of why, but how. And being open to being uncomfortable, being open to the unknown and being open to receiving the blessings of being an international transformation expert who is on the big screen, who everybody knows as Oprah and Deepak Chopra grow old and can no longer be here for us to know. I will be and am that apprentice that is stepping into those shoes.
Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. A nice little freestyle answer. She said it too. You know what? I might just answer your question <laughs> with a poem. You, like that was so swag, yo. Like I don't even use that <laughs> word, but that's the only <laughs> word I could say. I was like perfect. I was perfect. Don't Go ahead, let us know um, one last time where we can find your books, the titles of your books, um, the business that you have going on, um, websites, and again, listeners, I'm going to plug all of that on the website, um, Endless Will dot wixsite dot com slash poetry where you can find upcoming shows um, you can listen to the previous shows but i'm definitely going to plug everything that she has going on on there so you can find it there but please let let the listeners know where they can find you the easiest way for you to find me is through this really awesome tool called google <laughs> type in a c q u i l l a spacebar don't spell a space bar. Is it a space bar? <laughs> Faye, F-A-Y-E. So Akilah Faye, everything will come up. On Facebook, you can go to facebook.com forward slash path to you. Any Instagram, Twitter, anything you want to find, you can do that. On YouTube, the easiest way to find me, because you know people be creating stuff that's not you. The easiest way to find me is to type in this free, free, free gift called Unwrapping your package yep unwrapping your package that's exactly what i said unwrap your package unwrapping it it's a web series and if you find that you'll find my exact youtube channel grown folks talking live wonderful podcast bringing on international speakers personalities man we just have great dialogue because every show is different every show is different but everything's about education empowerment elevation entertainment and enterprise because we have to set the example. We have to set the bar. And 80s babies rock. So we are here. We are shining. Akila Fay, Dr. Akila Fay, a.k.a. Semevu, Semevu, ya. You all, there's so much coming for you. So many tools and online programs that are affordable. Different things that you can get. Different products you can get from spiritual to educational to personal because that's the way that God gifted me to be. And so I look forward to working with each of you, coming to your events as a speaker. If you want to have me as a vendor, call me, 919-378-1691. That's the other way to contact me, and I will have somebody from my staff or myself get in touch with you to discuss the details of that. And I do travel internationally and nationally, so just know it's not limited to just the local area. Love you all. Peace and blessings. And continue to put out good prayers for yourself, for those you know, and for everyone who you even learn exist that didn't exist until the moment you heard their name. That is beautiful. Thank you so much for blessing my show. This has been one of my most enjoyable interviews thus far for you and I to have known each other on the scene when I was a tablet paper shaker poet and to be at this platform and to see the things that you've got going on. You continue to motivate me. I thank you so much, Dr. Akilah Faye, for being a guest on Spoken Stories 104.7 WHUP every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. And if you can't listen to it live on the radio, there is no excuse for you not to go on the WHUP website and listen to it there, or you can go to my website. We are going to close out with Tyson C., hand-picked auto saxophone artist, musical artist out of Greensboro. We got one last song for you, and then we're out. And thank you, Will. It's been a blessing being here with you. And this has been, like, super-duper dope, enjoyable, <laughs> fly, 
to be able to say that just my guy, man, like just from <laughs> all the stuff with the modeling, everything. I mean, there's so many facets we could have talked about. And um, I give thanks for you even having me on your show. And you know you got to come on Grown Folks Talking Live, too. I'm there. All I'm, right. I'm there. Y'all heard it. That's how you know. Y'all iron Iron sharp is iron. <laughs> I invited her. She invited me. Y'all invite somebody to do something that y'all do cool. And right. we go vibe out to this jam Saxian. Mm. Bingo.
spoken stories. That was Tyson C. Thank you, listeners. Deuces. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Spoken Stories.